Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Schultz. It is Monday, January 17th, and it's a good day today because we know that one of our NFC West rivals are going to lose tonight in the wildcard round. It doesn't matter which one. It just matters that one of them's out. Now, the 49ers, they managed to get by the Cowboys. They're going to play in Green Bay next weekend. So, you know, we can expect them to be out, too. And then the winner tonight is going to have to lose to Tampa Bay. So this is all going exactly how it should. Although I think the Eagles, it, it would have helped if the Eagles would have gotten through because they really were the only they were the perfect candidate for the NFC as far as Seahawks fans could be concerned, but maybe not. Maybe you have some secret Eagles hate that I don't know about. But on the show today, we are going to talk Seahawks offense. Last we heard from the Seahawks defense and their end of season press conference. Now we're going to move over to the offense and start out with Adrian Peterson, a guy who, despite only playing in one game this season, seemed to have quite an impact on the team. And he talked about his experience on the team this year. Oh, man, the experience was uh, was top notch. You know, um, you know, I've been blessed to play with a lot of different organizations. And um, I can say this is definitely probably the best experience I've had. Um, and, you know, from ownership on down to uh, you know, the cafeteria, you know, it's, it's good people. Um, you know, it's a different mentality that I experienced coming into this building uh, with the team having a record that they had and just kind of seeing how you know, the coaches and the players continue to approach each week, you know, just really grinding and focusing on, you know, one week at a time and and and, and, and looking at it as it's just a, another challenge, not opportunity, I mean, to, to get better. Um, you know, so it's, it was an amazing experience for me and I really enjoyed it. Peterson also reflected on what his expectations were coming in versus what actually happened with his season. You know, um, coming in initially, I felt like it was a, a great opportunity. Um, you know, I was, I felt like I had just got my feet under me and, you know, to come in and, you know, play with Russ and this offense and under Pete Curl, you know, I just envisioned great things happening. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately, I ended up getting hurt and uh, it, side, it sidelined me, you know, so I had time to kind of really just reflect and, and um, you know, you know, I know there's a reason for everything, you know, and I always try to take, um, you know, a positive out of a, a negative situation that I'm going through, you know. So that's when I was able just to, you know, kind of accept it for the, for the injury for what it was um, and look and see, you know, like what 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 other reason could I could I be here? You know, why is this happening? And uh, so, you know, um, just to be able to influence guys and have an impact on the running back room and, and other guys too that, you know, as I sit in my locker room, you know, guys are coming up asking different questions. You know, guys are coming up asking, hey, how do you have this longevity? You know, what are the things that, you're, that you've done throughout your career? Um, you know, how do I approach this? How do I approach that? You know, it hit me, you know, like, you know, you, you're not doing what you envisioned that you were going to do when you came here, but you know, you, you are still making an impact. You know, you're able to, you know, give these guys a lot of insight on how to, you know, go through a week, you know, that a lot of guys are really normal. I mean, are used to, to going through, you know. Um, and I, I feel like one of the biggest people that I was able to impact with was Penny, you know, and he 
he didn't shy away. <laughs> he didn't shy away from asking questions and and and, and trying to see, pick my brain. Hey, w what are you doing? You know, um, and not only did he did he just ask, um, you know, he actually acted off of it as well. You know, he he's he's been you know doing things throughout the week to help you know recover his body, um, to keep his body in shape. Um, you know, things that he say. You know what? I really wasn't doing things like that, man. You know, I really didn't, you know, I didn't know. And um, so, you know, so I, I've, you know, I was able to open them up to some things that I've been doing since I was in Minnesota. And, um, you know, some other things throughout the week that, you know, I, I'm always asking, hey, did you did you get this in this week? Did you get that in? And he's like, yeah, I did, man. You know, and uh, I'm feeling good, you know. And and when you can see the difference, you know, when you're doing something different and you see the, the, the results from doing that, then that makes you believe in it even more, you know? So it was just a blessing to see, you know, to sit back, you know, after it really hit me after about two weeks, like, hey, two or three weeks, like you probably won't be able to get, get back out there. Uh, it was just refreshing to know that, you know, you made an impact in a different way. And, and, and I like to make that and still be able to contribute, but that's what I was able to take from it. And it, it was a blessing still. AD is now 36 years old and finished the season on injured reserve. He was asked if he thinks his career is over. Um, we haven't really talked about anything yet, you know, because the season, season just ended. Um, but I, you know, I, I just can't fathom my, my, my career ending the way that it did, you know. Um, you know, so with that, you know, I still I'm going into the offseason with the mindset to, to, to continue to play. You know, um, I still have love for the game. I feel like I can compete at a high level still. And, um, you know, with a offseason under my belt, you know, with the mindset, because I'm, I'm stronger than I was last year mentally, you know, with the mindset that I would go into this offseason with, you know, I feel like I'll be able to do some some, some incredible things, you know, getting healthy and, uh, you know, just kind of grinding this offseason with a different mentality. So, you know, as of today, you know, I definitely look forward to playing again. As we heard from head coach Pete Carroll recently, he suggested that Peterson could be cut out for a coaching career. You know, the funny thing is I, I, I never really am, am envisioned myself coaching, you know, not on this level uh, or the college level. <laughs> Maybe like my son's, you know, little league team or something. Um, but, you know, after talking to Coach Pete, it's something that I've been kind of thinking about. You know, I you know, talked to my wife. As well, and she was like, "Adrian, man, like you are just a different person. When you when you're around football, you know, and you know it shows, and you know, so it's something that you really should think about and consider, you know. So, for the first time, <laughs> um, I've actually thought about it and you know considered going in that direction, you know, if I, you know, if and when I'm done playing football, you know. So, um, we'll see where the chips fall." Speaking of coaching, we have heard quite a bit over these last few weeks that Peterson has had a huge influence on running back Rashad Penny this year. Penny's now a free agent, and he may have some suitors on the open market thanks to his play. And not only did he did he just ask, um, you know, he actually acted off of it as well. You know, he, he's, he's been, you know, doing things throughout the week to help, you know, recover his body, um, to keep his body in shape. Um, you know, things that he say, you know what, I, I really wasn't doing things like that, man. You know, I really didn't, you know, I, I didn't know. 
And um, so, you know, so I, I've, you know, I was able to open them up to some things that I've been doing since I was in Minnesota and, um, you know, some other things throughout the week that, you know, I, I'm always asking, hey, did you did you get this in this week? Did you get that in? And he's like, yeah, I did, man. You know, and uh, I'm feeling good, you know, and and when you can see the difference, you know, when you're doing something different and you see the the, the results from doing that, then that makes you believe in it even more. You know, so it was just a blessing to see, you know, to sit back, you know, after it really hit me after about two weeks, like, hey, two or three weeks, like you probably won't be able to get, get back out there. Uh, it was just refreshing to know that, you know, you made an impact in a different way. And, and and I like to make that and still be able to contribute, but that's what I was able to take from it, and it, it was a blessing still. And there we go. That may be the last we hear from future Seahawks Hall of Fame running back Adrian Peterson. Of course, until he thanks all the 12s in his Hall of Fame acceptance speech. Let's hit a quick break. We will come back and we'll hear from two offensive linemen, Ethan Posick, Dwayne Brown, two guys going to be free agents on that offensive line as well as a guy who is anticipating a big upcoming contract, and that's wide receiver DK Metcalf. They're all up next. Seahawks center Ethan Posick was on the podium a week ago, and he spoke about the impact running backs coach Andy Dickerson has had on him since arriving with Shane Waldron last offseason. You know, I don't know where to start. Uh, Just like a whole new, like, way of looking at things and, uh, you know, the mid zone concepts and how to run them and, uh, you know, the techniques, you know, he, you know, it's just, it's just a different way of thinking. So now you got, you know, what we've done in the past, you know, what we can do with Andy, mix them together. And I think we saw that. Um, but, uh, yeah, coach Andy, he's, he's smart. He gets it. Um, uh, very intelligent, especially with the mid zone stuff, which, uh, you know, we were, started running really well. Ethan also touched on how he thought his season went personally. You know, started out with a few injuries. You know, I had the MCL and stuff. So really just uh, trusting God, like trusting God's plan for me. You know, what, uh, you know, you know, what, what's in store for me and, uh, and whatever my role was, you know, and just coming to work every day happy and excited and just trying to get better. And I feel like because I did that, when I got my opportunity, uh, I felt like I was more so ready because I just kept going to work, you know. Uh, wasn't my first time not playing. Uh, so I knew I just prepared like you're going to start and uh, just have fun. And then as a group, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, we pushed through the tough times uh, and, uh, you know, once we got rolling, you know, I felt like, you know, we were one of the best rushing teams, uh, one of the best offenses, uh, efficient passing game. Uh, so I'm happy for us. You know, I think we, we got a good group of guys. Posick was a free agent last offseason and got a one year, three million dollar contract. And now he's back up for free agency this offseason. Yeah, I expect to be back. Uh, I'm trying to be back. Uh, you know, I love it here. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of great memories, everything. And, uh, you know, hopefully to have some more moving forward um, and, you know, just had a lot of fun with my guys and uh, I can look to continue to do that. Another player who will be hitting the free agent market this offseason is left tackle Dwayne Brown. 
I think my season was okay. You know, I had some rough, some rough patches. Um, you know, again, you know, strong competition. You know what I mean? Uh, I wasn't at my healthiest at all times. Um, you know, I, again, I finished on a strong note against a really good opponent on the road. Um, feeling healthy now, feeling healthy enough now. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I, I plan on continue playing. Um, obviously, you know, when I signed my extension here, I said I wanted to retire here. I didn't know what I would feel like at 36. I didn't know what I would feel like going, finishing my 14th year. Um, a lot of things that weigh out, you know, and I, I would love to stay here. Obviously, it's a business, and you don't, you don't know quite how that's going to shake out. Um, everything's not in my control. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see how that plans out. But, um, again, I'm grateful, grateful for the season. Um, you know, it's, like I said, it was, it was kind of up and down at times, but I feel like I did all right. Dwayne was asked whether or not he'd consider accepting a one-year deal. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. You know, um, again, it's, you know, I got to weigh my options and see what's out there for me. Um, but no, it's, I'm not opposed to it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm realistic, you know what I mean? And, and knowing, you know, you know, what, how old I am and, you know, what teams, the factors that teams have and, and how, how to go about the business side of it. So, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what's on the table. Um, so yeah, I'm not opposed to it. Of course, at Brown's age, each additional game is harder over the course of a season. Here are Brown's thoughts on the new 17-game regular season. Not a fan. Not a fan. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm nobody that can change it. You know, so uh, you just got to adjust accordingly. Let's wrap things up with Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf, who was asked whether or not his foot injury impacted his play this year. No, sir. Um, you know, Strick and the training staff did you know, a great job of, you know, managing me and my reps during the, throughout the whole season. So, I mean, you know, everything worked out just fine. Um, so, no, no, I think, uh, you know, everything worked out just fine, in my opinion. Metcalf also talked about his confidence in the offense moving forward. I mean, I'm very confident in what the offense can, can be and, you know, what it can really look like. Um, you know, people really saw what, you know, the Seattle Seahawks offense could look like these last few games. And, you know, especially with, uh, you know, Penny back there running back. Um, you know, he really had, had a, a great stretch of games here, uh, you know, just to end off the season. And, you know, Russ was cooking back there, Tyler, um, you know, Gerald, everybody was getting involved in the offense. And, you know, that's what, you know, we like to see everybody, you know, contributing and, you know, doing their part. And, um, you know, it really just shows, um, you know, what, what we have to uh, look forward to, you know, for next year. DK was also asked if he thinks there will be changes made to the organization in the offseason. You know, our record reflects, you know, we didn't, you know, do our best. So either, you know, personnel changes, you know, play calling scheme changes. So, you know, you know, who knows, uh, you know, how, how wide the, the spectrum is of, of changes uh, that will they'll partake. But, you know, um, you know, some some has to change. On that note, as we did with the defense, let's check out the offense's statistical leaders for the year starting with Russell Wilson, who threw for 3,113 yards, a 65% completion rate, 25 touchdowns, and just six interceptions. Geno Smith added 702 yards with a 68% completion percentage, five touchdowns and an interception. In the running game, Rashad Penny was the king with 749 yards and six touchdowns with just a ridiculous 6.3 yards per carry average. Alex Collins was second with 411 yards and two touchdowns, and Chris Carson was third with 232 yards, three touchdowns, and interestingly enough, the only fumble lost by the Seahawks in the run game this year. Wrapping up with the receivers, Tyler Lockett came in first in yardage with 1,175 yards, 
but DK Metcalf was first in receptions with 75 and first in touchdowns with eight, and he finished in second with 967 receiving yards. Gerald Everett was in third in receptions and yards with 48 catches, 478 yards, and tied Freddie Swain for third in touchdowns with four. So what do we think about DK Metcalf's comments? Will there be changes to the organization in the offseason? It may only be some minor changes because per reports, it sounds like John Schneider, Pete Carroll, both expected to be back for 2022. Now, whether or not the coordinators are safe or there may be other changes along the coaching staff, there's definitely going to be personnel changes. There always are. So just how much different could this team look coming back in 2022? Stan Taylor has an article up at fieldgoals.com about the reports that Russell Wilson wants to explore his options this offseason. What options those may be? Maybe not quite sure, but over 400 of you have commented on that article up at Field Goals. So go in, check that out. It is the most popular story up right now, followed by the reports of John Schneider and Pete Carroll coming back next year. John P. Gilbert has the story about the Seahawks 2021 unused cap space, how that can roll over to 2022. I'm sure I'll be having John on here pretty soon so we can take a look at the cap space and maybe get some answers to your questions as well. That's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Khan for helping to produce this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Khan, C-O-N-N. I will be back. We're going to wrap this up with Pete Carroll and his end of season press conference later this week. And then we'll get into some of our offseason discussion topics. Also, we'll be looking for EJ Snyder so we can ramp up and talk about the draft and where the Seahawks could go with that first pick theirs in the second round. So that's going to be coming up through the offseason. Not going to be daily shows like I have been doing, so I'll be spacing those out a little bit more. But yes, lots of Seahawks talk to come. Be sure you are subscribed to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts to get this show and any other SB Nation shows in your podcast feed. And until next time, go Hawks.